Hey yo, what the fuck is up, everyone? <laughs> Welcome what back. What the fuck is up, Kyle? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is up, Kyle? Hi, everyone. <laughs> Welcome back to this ain't a scene. It's a podcast. Um, I'm Ashley Trashley, whatever the fuck you want to call me, and I'm here as always with this guy, Chris. That's me. Hi. Or Crash, as some people call me. If we're doing nicknames. I- Okay, sure, sure, sure. Ah, well, we're back. Episode three. We're here. We made it. We made it. This was exactly what we said last time. Um, We always doubt ourselves. With, yeah, with a a not as boring episode. (laughs) When we thought of the, the, the main thing for last episode with our album review we were like oh fuck yeah we're gonna have so much to say about this album and then we realized we didn't <laughs> we couldn't explain why we liked it we just liked it um it sounds but good. we're here and we have i guess this will be fun because we don't have agreeing opinions on this but anyway um yeah we're back hello we can get right into the the news so in news today every time i die broke up <laughs> Yeah, um, I I have nothing Mainly to say about the this rest of the band and the lead singer. Disband, for- yeah, the lead singer is just like bye bye. Um, I have nothing really to say about this because I don't really listen every time I die, and the only memory I have of them is them being the last band I saw on Warp Tour, and that wasn't my choice. So <laughs> I had no one else to see, and the person I was with wanted to see them. So I like them a fair bit. Um, so depending on who you ask. Somebody is an asshole. Don't know which one's for real, but is is it the majority of the band? Is it the lead singer? Who I'm is it? Towards the lead singer, but yeah, you, you know. don't post your cease and desist online. Yeah, it's 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 weird. Only they will really know who's yeah, actually our... at fault if there is anybody. But or if Keith keeps posting all of his legal documents online. Is that allowed? Uh, um, probably not. I saw a lot of people in the comments being like, you should take this down if you actually want to win in court. So, so next week not. we'll have a lawyer on. As <laughs> anyone, any lawyers, anyone in law school, hit us up. <laughs> yeah. Goodbye every time I die. It was nice knowing you. I, so. yeah, I'm, I'm not fully into anything in the news so it's all chris today oh wow we also um, had ret- retirement party yeah, re- retirement party is breaking up um this isn't a we hate each other thing this is a we're just calling it quits we're gonna record some more songs and then announce a tour soon and then yeah that's about it yeah they're on counterintuitive records best label arguably <laughs> And, uh, yeah. You know who we, you know who we never talked about disbanding? Brockhampton. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I want to know what happened with that because it was just so abrupt. They're like, we're canceling our tour unless it's Coachella or this other festival we're playing. Everyone's getting a refund. We're done. Brockhampton's no longer taking over. No, I love Brockhampton. no more need to call your mama. <laughs> <laughs> I love Brockhampton. We sh- we'll do an episode on them one day. About how they met on a Kanye West fan site. 
Yeah. And the yeah. rest is history. They're a boy band. They want I hope Joba does his own stuff because I love Joba. <laughs> I couldn't tell you all their names. Uh, Joba literally says his name. He's the one that um, has very good diction and pronunciation. Hmm. Yeah, I hate it and love it at the same time. Anyway, you're a lot more German than um, I am, so it's because of my ex. It was forced upon me against my will, (laughs) but I ended up liking them, so it's okay. Anyway, enough about Brockhampton retirement party. Hasta la vista, baby. Enjoy retirement. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy, Uh, I'm drinking, so we'll we'll let my behavior. Not, not everyone's beer. breaking up this episode. <laughs> um, nope. Should we talk about the big thing? Are you not going to talk about Jeff's band? Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> that is the big thing. Are you kidding? That is the big thing. Not the thing that we literally was announced the day after we recorded our last episode. <laughs> so. so our good buddy Jeffrey has a band called Last Summer, and they have finished recording, or like tracking the album. I don't really know what the difference is between the two, but... Maybe one day actual drugs will be a thing and we'll find out what tracking means. (laughs) (laughs) One day drugs will be real. (laughs) Yes! For us, at least. Um, So yeah, look out for the new Last Summer EP. Maybe this summer. I don't know. Not last summer, that's for sure. Check them on a TikTok. They're doing a lot of stuff there. Heck they yeah. They got merch, maybe. Go vote. Excuse me, I burped. Bless you. I tried to make it quiet because I was like, this isn't my other podcast. I can't burp on there front of you freely. A lot of mouth sounds coming out of the out of the uh, apartment over there. <laughs> I could do the TikTok one, but I won't. Okay. <laughs> Last summer, go check them out. Do you have their ats in case people want to find them anywhere? Uh, on Twitter, they are at last summer band underscore. There we go. Find them on yeah. Twitter. And then you can find everything else from Twitter. All right. Yeah. So because we are too early for our own good last week, um, because we record on Mondays on Tuesday, probably the biggest thing to ever happen in the alternative music scene happened. And that was the announcement of the When We Were Young Festival. (laughs) Um, So we actually recorded like a 30 minute little thing that we were going to throw into last episode, but it just ended up being too long. And I think it's for the best because we, a lot of emotions, (laughs) a lot of feelings were expressed. Um, We maybe talked a little too long. Yeah, just a little, again, a little 10 minute thing about the overview turned into like a whole philosophical rant. So um, maybe one day we'll release it. <laughs> maybe when, maybe in October when the festival happens, we'll re- release our initial reactions. And this will be a um, more abridged version of that. But basically, every emo band ever is on this lineup. Yeah, there's like 70 something bands. Um, when it was originally announced, it was only one date, which was October 22nd of this year. Um, since then, they have announced a second date. And like 20 minutes ago, they announced a third date. Finally, <laughs> so, recording on Monday benefits. <laughs> so now it's now it's going to be a multi-weekend festival. We can only assume that a fourth date is going to be announced. So. Yeah. 
we'll see. But right now yeah. it's October 22nd, 23rd, 29th, and potentially 30th. Same lineup every day, All which is just, it's so weird to me. I'm like, why, why the same lineup every day? <laughs> I guess just because it's sold out so fast. It's like you, people need more chances to see this i hope this event with i hope with them doing that that they'll give everyone differing lengths of time slots probably the except the lower the headliners right. right so like mix up the not like big ticket people like paramore like without like mixing up paramore people on Camel top or the middle lane because those were bigger names yes so everyone else like even like i know what it was afi and the U's were like kind of up top they're still not going to get like a lengthy like hour and a half set that no. everyone's predicting, but like maybe some days give them a 20 minute set. So like fucking knock loose can get a 45 minute set. <laughs> That's just my thought process. Um, but yeah, so they announced more dates. Um, tickets for the second date were announced the day they went on sale. So on Friday, um, the both too. dates in 30 minutes sold out. Um, that di- I don't think that included um, hotel packages that they were selling because I was getting emails over the weekend about being able to buy ticket and hotel packages. I have no idea. So honestly. if you were just buying like a ticket on its own and you were going to find like accommodations elsewhere, those tickets sold out within 30 minutes. I think if you were going to do like their because they offer like two to four night hotel packages. If you're going to do that, I think those were still available over the weekend. I think I started ignoring the emails because I was like, I'm not going. So there's no point. <laughs> um, but yes, the third date and potentially fourth date, um, those tickets go on sale on Monday. What date's the Monday? The 31st of mm-hmm. January. At 1 so, o'clock. Uh, at 1 o'clock Pacific Eastern. Standard Times. Oh, Eastern. I'm sorry. What? Yeah. It's really? 10 a.m. Yeah, Pacific. Just like oh, time. 10 a.m. Pacific. There we go. Um. So yeah, Chris. Are you going to try and go? Yeah. My friends want to go. So it'd be pretty easy to like figure stuff out with them, I think. Right. They're pretty like well-traveled when it comes to concerts like this. So mm-hmm. I guess they have a battle plan and I'm just attached to it. Yeah. You're just like, I'm here for the ride. <laughs> exactly. Um, I, I'm not going to go because I have other trips planned this year and with like PTO and money and stuff. And they all kind of all my my two other trips kind of like are on or like are surrounding this time of the year so like i'm trying to go somewhere in august and then somewhere in october as well so it probably just won't end up happening for me unfortunately um which is fine um i'm assuming if this is as successful as everyone's hoping it's going to be that this won't be the last year that they do it so just gives me more time to prepare because maybe this will turn into like a coachella thing where like they do it every year We'll see. And maybe we'll get Fall Out Boy. That's maybe. I hope. I hope this is a big like learning year for them, and that they do like out of the gate make it a multi weekend festival with different lineups every time, every day, or every weekend, kind of like Coachella or like I don't want to say Astroworld, but Astroworld and shit like that. So I hope that's like they use this year as a learning thing, and then I don't spend my money on the year that they learn. <laughs> they learn how to do this correctly. Um. But yeah, so tickets, tickets are a little expensive um, for for a one day concert because you have friends that go to 
freaking EDM festivals all the time and they get like VIP multi-day tickets for $500. Right. Which I think the difference is like, these are bands that people actually know in the general public scape, you know, but you're not going to hear these random EDM artists on the radio. However, I, I like that they offered even like the, the bottom bands, However much you said, I think you had heard a whisper of like even like the lowest tier band was getting paid fifteen k a day. Yeah, so I like that they're paying these bands a very good amount because, like you said, most bands, some of them don't even make that in a, a whole tour when they tour for a month. So I like that. That obviously makes the ticket price a little bit higher. However, I I don't know. I just it's. I feel like the stages and stuff won't be as elaborate as the EDM festivals because oh God, no. here no, here they don't need it. But like those. I'm trying to do like a, a like a, a comparison thing. So I was like I could understand why like EDM festivals are as expensive, but for every like elaborate thing, like they have fucking carnival rides there and shit. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I'm I'm trying to like make it work in my head, but I'm just like <laughs> for the price, I don't Eh, for one day like i could see paying three hundred dollars with fees for a weekend for both days not i so i've never been to anything of this scope at all so i don't really know so i've been to like money or not you know i went to they used to have in fort myers it was fort rock and it was a three-day festival kind of like rockville um and like while it isn't to the same scale with the amount of bands they have it's still like 50 plus bands over three days on multiple stages type shit so like and the tickets for that i think rockville was like 250 for all four days Hmm. if you buy i know if you wanted like singular days are obviously going to be more expensive because they want you to buy all four days and go to all four days right um but, like, the ticket price was very similar, like, just for general admission, I think, was the same price as the one day for this. So, I don't know. The price, it would end up, for me personally, like, getting a hotel or whatever, close to $1,000. Because right now the flights to Vegas are fucking ridiculous. I would only be able to go, what is it, Friday and then leave, or, like, Thursday and leave Sunday or something like that. It just, I don't know. My brain's like, if I'm going to go to Vegas, I want to do more than just this festival, and with like work and everything, I just, I can't. And then all my other trips. So I will gladly pass. I will gladly see all the videos. I've missed out on a lot of my life and all. <laughs> this isn't going to be the first time. <laughs> so it's fine. I'm okay missing it. But yeah, I hope, I hope you're successful getting a ticket for the second Thank you. Because last time it was very <laughs> Not successful. Painful. Yeah. Um, I only know, personally, I only know one person that got tickets. Me too. Well, I know two people yeah two people that i don't know outside of like pop punk twitter that i'm friends with online Mm. yeah gotcha but yeah so interesting thing i found out just now Uh uh-huh this isn't the first when we were young festival that has happened really the first was in 2017 oh and it had morrissey on it actually (laughs) The joke thing was think, real. 
<laughs> That's probably why it was that thing. But also had like know. AFI, Cage the Elephant, Take It Back Sunday, Silver Sun Pickups, Alkaline Trio. Does it not have like many... the same and not as many bands? Okay. No, not even close. Turnstile uh, saves the day. Ooh, this one turnstile. definitely leans a lot more on nostalgia for sure. Wait, uh, this year's or the, yeah. that one? Yeah, this year's. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We'll see so what not happens. Their first rodeo. I think it's first rodeo on this scale because I feel right. like when we were young in 2017. Because in 2017, I'm pretty sure they had already announced like, "Hey, Warped Tour is ending next year," so they were probably trying to pull something off like, "Hey, maybe we can be the next Warped Tour." Yeah, I was like comparing this to Warped Tour is so weird at all because it, it's, like, it's impossible because Warped Tour toured. Yeah, and it had was never five to, to six scale. stages per. Yeah, it had five to six stages per. Yeah, they were also around for twenty five years. So, I think I don't know. I feel like they're being too ambitious <laughs> for 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 their own good. But hey, again, I hope it's successful so that I can go in another year. <laughs> so, but yeah, I don't want to talk about it anymore. It's been ten minutes. I'm giving. We gave us ten minutes. We're done. Perfect. Um, yeah, I hope everyone that goes has a good time. So there's For one now. other thing that we didn't oh. mention before we started recording that I think it's just going to be a me segment that I didn't think about if we want to do this. But uh, I went to a concert. Okay. Oh, you did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we could do that at the end if you want. Or you can do it now. You already mentioned it. Fuck it. Yeah, so it'll be real quick. Um, So when we made this podcast originally, we we go to a ton of concerts together, so it's like we're gonna do reviews of them. So <laughs> I went January to January was fucked. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's basically why I went to this concert because the Motion City soundtrack getting um, rescheduled until June or July. Yeah, we have a date for that. June twenty seventh, I believe, Something for like Orlando. That. But um, yeah, I went to the Set It Off headliner. And I had a great time with Stan Atlantic, mainly. <laughs> the opening band was not good. Just going to be blunt about that. It was um, No Love for the Middle Child. Did not care for them. And then my, my boys as it is, their, uh, their new music's tones. not good. <laughs> dial Tones, they dedicated it to Orlando, and it was fantastic. Hell yeah, nothing says Orlando quite like a dial tone, you know what I mean? <laughs> but then Stan Atlantic, fucking fantastic. I love Stan um, Atlantic. One of their members actually tested positive for COVID, so he was not there. Yeah, fun fact. Um, but, uh, they, but what they about everyone else? Oh yeah, water. I forgot. They don't care about being exposed anymore. I forgot. I was like, well, what about everyone else in the band? Negative. Okay, yeah. They test apparently every show. That's that's so, nice at least. Yeah, they're pretty on top of that, I guess. Touring bands Heck yeah. that aren't awful people. Mm. <laughs> How was the, the the headliner? Well, Ashley, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my friends uh, left. Stan <laughs> <laughs> I've seen set it off in the past. They're okay. I like one I song by them off the top of my head. 
but I couldn't name a fucking song for you. Ever. That's, that's all you need. I yep. That's one more that I know Sorry, off Cody. the top of my head. I do have I'm sure they're like, great guys. I have friends from like podcasting that are like very good friends with them. Um, so like they had like an all access pass. <laughs> They like went to HHN with them. So if you if you care about HHN and beer, listen to Fear and Beer podcast because they're best friends with Seto. <laughs> Nick and Seamus, go give them a listen. You know, um, but yeah, set it off. So I didn't go. I had review. friends over. <laughs> I, I went to Ash's house after two. <laughs> he sure did. Um, yeah. So my review of the Set It Off show was didn't watch Set It Off. But man, San Atlantic's great. <laughs> Jurassic Park. Ah, oh, I love that song so much. They did not play Coffee at Midnight. A little sad about that. Which is fucking blows my mind. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm pretty sure that's the song that like made them. I don't want to say important, but like get, like had their name be like a little bit more well known. Again, I wouldn't know who the fuck they were. What? It sounded like Sage What'd disagreed you with you. Uh, that was Rhea, not Sage. Oh, well. uh, yeah, still, still Rhea. Rhea's a motherfucker. Big Atlantic stand. She's like Bonnie, my queen, and I'm like, girl, same. Bonnie's my queen. Um, yeah, that's I. That's fucking crazy. Maybe they're just tired of playing it. Yeah. Just like Brendan Urie's tired of playing Irises. If you, uh, if that tour is coming to you. Go see Stan Atlantic. And not for Coffee at Midnight. And that, if that's the only reason you're going, maybe resell your ticket. <laughs> Listen, if you're buying a... Just for I, one song, that's a that's a, that's a a choice. Oh, you should tell them about the right. girls that were there for Set It Off and didn't know Set It oh Off was. <laughs> so I'm sitting towards the back waiting for my friends to get there. And there's these three really young girls come and they're just like, go like super excited about everything. As it is, is out and like they're doing the thing where they shout out the other bands, Patty and then Walker. you know, at the end they're like, "and set it off," you know, and then all of them just go, "that's not them." Listen, if you're if you're excited for a band, I I would assume you know what they look like. Maybe I don't know. I don't know who they're there for, <laughs> but. I can assume it set it off by how much they went off when they said that, and then the reaction. I don't know. Did they did they really set them off? <laughs> Anyways, moving on to the uh, next segment. So uh, the main reason we're here today is to um, rank Paramore's albums. <laughs> we were like, what do we want to do? We were originally just gonna um, talk about their self-titled album but then i'm like what are we gonna talk about and we didn't know so we're like let's fucking rank them all why not deep dive into their discography heck yeah except i only deep dove into four of these albums so um so how we did this is we have all five albums chris and i both ranked them one to five. So number one being our favorite, number five being our least favorite. And it's like a point system. So our top album got five points. Second got four, three got three, two, whatever, and so on. So our least favorite album got one point and so on. So 
We're going to start with our, with collectively our least favorite album, which is All We Know Is Falling. <laughs> Their debut album. They were babies. Yes. They were babies. Freaking Haley Williams in the pressure video is wearing a freaking Philadelphia Flyers t-shirt. I vividly remember that. 15 years old when that was made. Holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. They are baby Um, babies. Wow. So we're going to, for each album, we're going to talk, say our least favorite and our favorite song. Yeah. Um, And I have listened to this album so few times that I can't give you my least favorite song. <laughs> um, so what's should your I least say favorite mine song? Then? Yeah. Whoa. Whoa is not amazing. It's just an excuse to sing Whoa, the word. That's really it. <laughs> well, and it's not in like a forever the sickest kids kind of way. <laughs> no, it's Whoa, Whoa is a much better song than Whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Why do I put myself in What's your favorite song, though? Pressure. Because that's like one of the songs that got me into them. Emergency is my favorite. So, but the pressure. Worked. Yep. <laughs> pressure and emergency. Brace yourselves. But yeah, I, I, I can't give you a lot on this album. It's, um, it's. For it definitely sounds like at. a first album. Yeah, like for where they're at in their career, it's pretty well produced, all things considered. Yeah. Um, Fueled by Robin for their whole career, actually. They were on there the whole time. Um, I love Robin. I had some today. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I'm um, doing a lot of yeah. research for this episode. <laughs> Like, I need to know what the label tastes like. So that album got two points. It was both of our least favorites. So, all right. Our second least favorite album is their self-titled album. So where did you rank this at four? Yep. And I ranked this at three. So we got five points all together. I don't think, I think... These four albums that we're going to talk about now are not bad albums at all. I don't think any of the five are bad albums. Again, I can't give you an honest opinion on that. They (laughs) are the most consistently good band in this genre. Yes. Easily. Very much so. Especially Um, with how high up they are in the game. They're so well consistent. I think for me, what made this higher than after laughter is the fact that i can look at this album and point out fewer songs that i could necessarily skip i am the exact opposite way because i don't think that after laughter has any skips but this one is so the cell album is so long that it naturally it has skips for me Arguably the most in their whole discography. That makes sense. See, so when I look at... So what's your what's your favorite song off the album? Because now I feel like this is where we're going to start talking. Fast in My Car. Okay. It's so much I love fun. Fast in My Car. So my favorite song I said was part two. Okay. Fucking love that song. So I I like this album more than After Laughter. 
I think because of the deluxe deluxe edition, the bonus tracks, I love. <laughs> I don't know why I love the bonus tracks so much, but um, Native Tongue, I don't. I wish that would have made it on the album. Mm, I think it's song. fun. It I is, don't it love is a good the, song. the version of um, Hate to See Your Heartbreak with Joy Williams. No. I, I I mean specifically for native tongue. <laughs> I just wish it made it on. Um I like the like interludes and I also love one of those crazy girls because it's I don't want to say it samples um cell block tango from Chicago, but the beat and yeah, all of it is cell block tango from Chicago, the <laughs> musical. So um I think hold on what's your least favorite song now their worst single worst lead single that's why i was like this album's not gonna be good that that song sucks it's the worst song ever damn it's so bad the only time i liked it is when i saw them live for monumentor and they played it because it was sounded more fun but oh man see my least favorite is um what what was it be alone i don't it's just whatever to me. Yeah. I don't know. It's See, just like, kind of like. I don't. This album is so just like meh. Even though it's great. It's just like. I, th- For me, I think that the songs I love, I love more than After Laughter. Songs mm. that I love. Um, this Last Hope. 63 minutes Fantastic long. song. Last Hope. If you want to cry, <laughs> fucking listen to that song. I th- I think my issue with this album, I feel like it's the most generic. Yes, that too. Because it kind of has like the a lot of the songs kind of have the same issue that Metro Station self-title where it's just like the name of the song repeated over and over again. Yeah. So yeah. like, be alone. Um, Daydreaming, which I love that song. But it just says daydreaming all the time. Ain't, <laughs> ain't the it chorus. fun? They say ain't it fun, but man, that bass line and ain't it fun? But I think God that's damn. why I like part two because it's the hardest song on the album, and like they don't say part two in it. <laughs> 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 I also really do like proof. Proof is proof is a fun one. But yeah, I don't know. I like it more than after laughter. I feel like it's their most meh album. It's their most meh, but again, I have less songs I can skip on it. And for the album being that long, I guess that for me says something. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that one got five points. So now we're going to go on to <laughs> the one I've mentioned about 700 times. After Laughter, that got six points. This was my number four. This was my number and two. Yes, it was. Um, so since you rank it so highly, I'll let you talk. talk this about album it. is so goddamn fun. It's the sounds ain't, ain't they fun. use are so unlike anything else they've done in their career. Everything is so like upbeat, but not in like a we're having a great time kind of way, which is exactly what Fake Happy is about. Fake Happy is a great song. Fake Happy is a great song. I think every single song on this album has 
I, I don't skip anything on it. I think they're all great. They mm-hmm. all have kind of like a unique sound to them, but also yeah. staying cohesive as an album. Gotcha. Um, what's your favorite? My favorite is Rose Colored Boy. Me too. Wow, look at us. Wow. I think the first that that has never changed since the first time I heard this album. Me either. Rose Colored Boy has always been my favorite. Yeah. Pool Pool was in content like contention for a little bit, but Rose Colored Boy always wins. Um, my brain caught in the middle is fantastic too. Caught in the middle, so is Idol Worship. See, like all mm-hmm. the songs are good. However, like I always, whenever I listen to this, I always skip twenty six. Don't know why. Huh. I just always do. I also skip grudges every time I listen to it. I love Again, that song. I don't know why it just whatever and then tell me how makes me sad so I skip it as well (laughs) that's the last hope of this album right and then I think we have the same no friend is is my least favorite as well which I like this song but it's so different (laughs) meh and it's not Haley singing it's um the guy from me without you Right, and, and like, anything without Haley Williams, uh, that's slander, and I don't <laughs> want it in my in my life. So, um, yeah, yeah, it was fun. I mean, I I loved it when it came out. I don't think it held up over the last five years for me personally, compared Clearly to the other ones. But that's also because, like, opposite effects. This is <laughs> this is this is obviously their most poppy album, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this has to do with because it came out in 2017 and that's when I start getting got like getting back into like emo pop punk hardcore music. So this like if this came out in 2016, my ass, this would be probably one of my, like number two for me as well. But it came that's out for me in a time where I was listening to a lot of new music. And as, as I started listening to new music, it kind of just started falling farther and farther. I think that. I have the opposite thing because 2014 was when I started getting into pop music more. So the fact that this came out after that, it probably had like a bigger effect on me that way. Huh? I guess I never really thought about that. Yeah. Cause I started listening again. Like I was, I was getting into knuckle puck literally like the same year, knuckle puck, real friends, whatever. And then I started listening back to like my scene kid music and stuff. So it just it had to do with like the time it came out for me. I I, I vividly remember like when I used to walk to work because I li- I used to live like down the street from the store I worked at. This would be like the only thing I listened to for like a, a month straight, and then it just completely disappeared for me. I'm having a self reflecting moment right now, and I think I'm okay. in a danger days again <laughs> because we can do my chem soon. I don't. I didn't care for Danger Days when it came out because I wasn't into pop I. music yet. Yep, that's the exact same how I was. Wow. Like not what is it? Na 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 or whatever. Oh my god, that's, I that, hated that so annoying. I hated that song when it came out. That Gravity song's pretty good though. I don't know what it's called. I think I only know um Bullet that and something. then um I know Sing Gravity. that was there another single they put out from that album? Oh, uh, yes. Um, Planetary Go. Was that a single? Oh, I did not listen to that one. I feel like we're missing a big one. I think so, too. It was Sing, Na Na Na, or whatever. Or Na 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 Na. 
No, there's like 20 Nas. <laughs> Um, What's the middle of the? Is that not an ah the middle of a restaurant song? Middle of a restaurant song. Yeah, there's like in the middle of a gunfight in the center of a restaurant. Yes, yes. That part of the song's good. I'm looking at the singles <laughs> think... now, and the only ones we didn't. I thought you meant the, the music video. Hope. My brain. Okay, we're why are we in My Chemical Romance right now? We're on Paramore because that's their after laughter. <laughs> yeah. Danger Days is their after laughter. So hopefully Paramore doesn't break up after this album. But they're already recording a new one, so we're good. Right. They just took a hiatus for a while. Yeah. And we got Mike come back. So moving on to the, the next album. <laughs> um, the next one has seven points. Um, and it's Riot. What a controversial thing. I know. Everyone's like, Riot? The fuck? Misery business That's the their album. Misery business. My sister fucking said it earlier too. <laughs> She's like, look what you did to me. I was like, you didn't have to fucking I love that, I that we find a way to bring this up every episode now. <laughs> Misery business the album. Um this was probably the album where it was hardest for me to pick a favorite song. I've known mine for years, so I just wrote it down. What's your favorite? For a pessimist, I'm pretty optimistic. It's the perfect see. The problem is, you so could have fun. said any any song, and I would have said rightfully so. Except probably my least. No, even I even like my least favorite. That's the problem. Um, my favorite's Fences. <laughs> Great song. Such a fucking good song. So I have a fond memory of this album. Um, Brand new eyes had already come out at this point. However, in my seventh grade talent show i sang miracle it wasn't even a talent show it was a multicultural show so we were supposed to showcase our culture but no one did so i was like i'm gonna be the rock girl and sing miracle by paramore and i did and i fucking killed it and then i played we went to karaoke and i played another paramore song for chris that we're probably going to talk about in a little bit so we can save that story (laughs) Um, but yeah, like even I used to not like that's what you get. I think because it was just so overplayed that I was just tired of it. But like, I think I've told the story about my cousin burning this CD for me and me guessing all the names of the songs. Yeah, this it's just it's so we were talking to our friends Jeff and Brian about paramore albums over drinks and they were like this is not this might be my second to last favorite or something and i'm like excuse me (sighs) yeah i I guess it's just like because it's so popular it just starts to have that like frozen thing happen to it where people just don't Mm -hmm. like it because it's me because i hate frozen because it's so over (laughs) (laughs) this one was on atlantic records not fueled by ramen. It's both. Oh, it just says Atlantic Recording Corporation. Label. Look at the Wikipedia page. I don't care. I'm on my <laughs> Apple Music. Um, out of the singles, which were the singles? Was it Misery Business, Crush, 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 and That's What You Get? Or did they do another yeah, one? Yeah, and technically Hallelujah, but that didn't like get radio play or anything. Yeah. 
Um, actually, I think Hallelujah might be my least favorite. On the whole album or just out of singles? No, on the whole album. I think I like oh. We Are Broken a little bit better. I love Hallelujah. I'm not saying I dislike it. I just think I like We Are Broken a little bit better. Now that I'm thinking my about it. My least favorite is also a single, being Crush, Crush, Crush. I love Crush, Crush, Crush. I hate the build up to the chorus so much. Why? Where she's saying Crush over and over again. It doesn't sound crush. good. Crush. <laughs> crush. I have... A fond memory with that song because I used to have Guitar Hero on the DS and that was one of the songs on it. Guitar Hero on tour. Guitar Hero on tour. And I remember because I, you know, my my struggle with regular like Guitar Hero rock band is that my pinky is so small that I couldn't <laughs> hit the orange one. And I didn't understand the concept of just moving my whole hand down. Um, so there was only four buttons for the ds so i could play expert and fucking kill every single song it was great but yeah uh this what a so, what a that's what an funny because crush 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 is on one of the rock band track pack things and that's when i realized i didn't like it playing it on rock band <laughs> <laughs> how awful but yeah i everyone knows this album Misery business, the album. Misery business. So, I, I, I don't, I don't know what else to really say about it other than it's great. That hasn't already been said, especially right because it's, it has a reputation, rightfully so, but yeah, I, I yeah, don't, don't really know what to say. Um, so it's good. Listen to it. Yeah, even though yeah. you already have. <laughs> yeah, you've listened to all you need to know. Um, maybe one day we'll we'll post my <laughs> video of me singing somewhere <laughs> oh yeah so oh it will it'll show up so um unanimously we both chose brand new eyes as our favorite album it got 10 points <laughs> so um the story i have to say has to do with chris's favorite song off this album what's your favorite being song, playing chris? god yes so to get me to sing karaoke one night, he I was like, pick a Paramore song. And he said, can you do Playing God because it's my favorite? And I was like, I have to listen to it to remember if I could hit all the notes. And I was like, since it's your favorite, I'll sing it. <laughs> and then I sang it. What an angel of a friend. Yep. And Chris recorded the first part of it. And it it's great. Cringe. Thanks. Yeah. Um, I hate listening to myself sing. So I used to not care for this album. Fun fact. Uh, me too. Because of my least favorite song on this album is my least favorite Paramore song. But again, listening to it on vinyl, I'm like, God damn, every single one of these songs is a fucking bop. Everyone's catchy. I, I think so this good. came out when I was in sixth grade. So it was like tw- 2009, 2008, 2009. Nine. Yeah. Yes. Because my friend... Sophomore or junior year of high school. You're ten you're three oh, years no. old. Four years older than me. Right? I was in You're four years um, older than me in school I'm grade. So turning twenty nine in... this year. I don't know. I was in tenth grade when this came out. Yes, and I was in seventh. Oh no, I was in sixth grade. Oh um, and I remember because my friend who I had math class with, one of the classes, she got me um this on CD for my birthday. <laughs> That's a good present. 
I don't know where it went. I think because I remember when we moved at one point, I lost like a box full of like CDs and shit. So like I had my cousin's Florence and the Machine <coughs> CDs in there and the box is like missing in action. And I think my brand new eyes copy was in there too. So um, my favorite song is Feeling Sorry. Fantastic song. It's just like this album, again, very underappreciated by majority of people because i didn't like this album until like actually like it for what it is until a couple years ago yep this is their pretty odd this is their look at that look at that (laughs) it's their pretty odd like every song is still good Haley just she did something with her voice this album she really pushed that bitch to the limit and i love her for it because if I ever just want a belt in my car, I turn on brand new eyes. <laughs> can I do what is it? What is it? All I wanted? I can. Maybe once or oh. twice. <laughs> I I can I thought that was it, like a I, brag kind of thing you were doing there. I mean, I'm kind of bragging. I have to be like warmed up to be able to hit it. But um I can do it. Will I ever do it at karaoke? <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> but I I think I I remember I didn't like the video for Brick by Boring Brick when it came out. I don't That's know so why. Funny. I know, but I didn't like it for some reason. I think it's because she was blonde in it and I didn't like that. <laughs> so I was like, I hate this album. <laughs> Fuck this. So I was like, I want her orange hair back. And since she doesn't have it, I'm not going to like this. So... So what's your Oh, I also favorite? didn't like the only exception when it came out, but now I love it. So what's your least favorite song on the album? Um, Misguided Ghosts. Fair. What's yours? The only exception. <laughs> it is yeah, so- the most boring ass song they have ever written. Yeah. And it's the only exception when I say, is there any good any bad Paramore songs? And I say no. I don't think it's I don't think it's a bad song. Maybe I need to be in love. I don't know. Yeah, you do. <laughs> it's just so boring. And that's not right. Them. They're not a boring band. Hold on. And like, I still think like Misguided Ghost is like a pretty song. But that's also how I feel with the only exception. I don't know. Maybe you do have to be in love, Chris, and then you can listen to it. Yeah, we'll see. You can't listen to it until then. I don't one think day, you will. But... One day that might happen. Who knows? <laughs> I believe in you. I'll help you. Thank you. Yeah? I don't. I don't have any. If they're single, they're not straight. So I don't know <laughs> what you want from me. Um, yeah, fantastic album. Beautiful, underrated. But I feel like, again, like it's pretty odd when you get older, you appreciate it more. So, like, now I feel like it's not so underrated, but now it's like never going to get played on the radio again. Except all I wanted was a thing on TikTok for a while. I keep bringing up TikTok in every <laughs> episode. It's important in our but, music industry nowadays. Yeah, that's how a lot of songs get super popular. Um, but I remember there was like a thing where people would try and hit the chorus of all i wanted the little the screlty belty part so um yeah i love this album it's fantastic and paramore is a fantastic band they are and i can't wait 
for their new music I'm really excited also Haley Williams solo work is fucking beautiful yeah I don't love it but oh I love it <laughs> I haven't listened to the the second one I've only listened to Petals for Armor not the whatever one that I almost bought vases is that a word in it yeah something with vases or vases however you want to pronounce Vaz. it i'll find Haley what's it called um it's flowers for vases there we go there we go um yeah maybe i should listen to it because i really do like her first stuff i feel like i feel like she's for the ladies i feel like her solo work is for women <laughs> so i don't know it's just it's i like it yeah i liked it because i was i think when it came out i was going through a breakup or like contemplating breaking up with my ex so (laughs) i was like fuck yeah i hate you it made me feel very it, it it's a lot of like empowerment i feel like but in like super soft chill music which is not normal i guess I don't know, I, but yeah, I love this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Haley Williams is a gem, and she does hair dye. Love her. <laughs> she does. <laughs> she does love hair dye. So that's that's us ranking Paramore albums. Let me recap you. Our least favorite with two points is All We Know Is Falling. Our second to least favorite is our self-title with five points. And then After Laughter was six, Riot was seven. And then Brandy Wise had ten because she deserved it's it. It's perfect. So... Paramore, woo! Love them, Agree, love disagree, work. you know? Let us know on Twitter. Yeah, let, let us know. We'll probably post another poll. Also, whoever fucking put that Metro Station self-titled does not slap my ass, fuck you. Who are you? Who are you? <laughs> we don't want your listen. We're calling you out. <laughs> I wish I knew your names. I wish you told me who voted and who didn't because I, I feel like some people voted against it just to be dickheads. They've only or heard they just shake have never. They've only heard shake it, and they're like, "I hate it." <laughs> like, have you not hey, heard yeah. Kelsey? And now that we're done, let us know who you are. Come on the podcast, defend yourself. I, I am defend down. yourself segment. I am down for like a a, a steel cage match again for <laughs> Metro Station self titled. Comes in with the metal chair. Thing. Fuck yeah, I am. All right, so. Look at that. A, a relatively tiny episode. But now it's time sized. to give our <laughs> snack. Yeah, no, not snack size. Um, now it's time to give you our recommendations for the week. Um, Chris, what's your recommendation for music? The album Young Culture by the band Young Culture. They are a relatively small band. I saw them open for Grayscale, and they were easily the best band of the night. And then I bought the seven inch collection thing they had perfect. This album is just so goddamn catchy. Everything on it's great. And they're going to be touring with bearings and, uh, between you and me and jail yeah. socks. What a lineup. Which, Literally. Oh. I'm so hyped for that fucking show because that lineup is so good. Speaking of bearings and speaking of Paramore. <gasps> oh, we, we forgot about, about it. <laughs> With Paramore. Well, Paramore's fans. Do you not know what I was With talking Bearings? about earlier? I thought it was about Blink-182. No. So Bearings made a tweet 
saying, hey, if you didn't get tickets to when we were young fest, come to our tour instead. We're better than Paramore anyways. And then oh, they did. Paramore's but then they... fans Oh, with pitchforks and fucking torches. Um, hold on. No, because there was um they tweeted something else about Blink 182, I think, to like fans. Blink 182's fans are not as on Twitter as Paramore fans are though. They says, so insane. I am listening to Blink 182 right now, and this band is so mid compared to us. <laughs> they tweeted that yesterday. Yeah, so wow. uh bearings were joking. Just because you don't know who that band is doesn't mean that they're A, being serious, or B, just trying to do it for clout. It was a joke, because you didn't get tickets to that festival either. Did ya? <laughs> Go see Bearings on tour, because they're great. All the bands they on that are. lineup are great. I mean, I can't say I saw them when I was supposed to see them, so I can't say if they're great live. But they're fantastic on digital or i don't have a physical copy of their music so i bought the i know record i know the you show. i know you did and i'm they very were that upset good. about it they're freaking fantastic they're little canadian boys we love them um yeah young culture can be on that tour go check oh them yeah out. i forgot we're actually talking about young culture <laughs> not bearings yeah uh they're, oh, they're cool they're young they're hip you know they're cool they're cool shake cats. your ass at the show um, no, because the show, the band I'm going to be talking about is the Shake Your Ass music. Um, so my recommendation, it's not a specific album. It's just a band in general. And it is the home team. I don't know how I didn't mention them the first fucking episode, but I am the biggest fan of this fucking band. They're from, I want to say they're from Seattle. Um, fun pop punk band. I found them on, on TikTok. Um, they just came out with an album last year called Slow Bloom, and I tweeted, if you want to listen to music that'll make you shake your ass, listen to this album. <laughs> and oh my god, they're just so good. The lead singer, I think his name's Brian. Oh my god, his voice is incredible. He can belt better than I can. He, All their music is just so fun. Both of their albums they have, fantastic. It's Better Off and Slow Bloom. Slow Bloom. Slow Bloom is probably my favorite out of the two, but that's because that's how I was introduced to them. But please just listen to all of it. They're going on tour with This Wildlife and Broadside, and then they're going on Point North's tour as well. So I think while Point North is on tour, This Wildlife is going on tour. So they're on part of Point North's, but all of This Wildlife's. So life, whatever. Um, so they're, they'll be going to a city near you in the next couple months because they're going on two tours. Um, so please go see them because they're fantastic. And I will be one of three people starting a fucking pit in Orlando. So if you're at the Hanau Center for that show, look out for your girl and her two friends because <laughs> I, I'm so excited to see them. I thought it was never going to happen. And here I am. And I'm so excited. Again, oh, another show where I'm more excited for the openers than the the headliners because I don't listen. That's gonna to be so life. weird because like them and Broadside are gonna be like fun as hell, and then this wildlife. Just and then be, like, this wildlife is just be like, I love guitars. my dog. <laughs> I saw <laughs> this wildlife. Bring me the horizon. I saw the, <laughs> I saw them at Warp Tour, and I was like, I don't know who they were, but he was like, this is a song I wrote about my dog, and I was like, fuck yeah, I like you. <laughs> <laughs> they're fun, like I like them, but they're not. Shake your ass music. I need shake my ass music. And that is the home team in Broadside. So 
I need to know if at this venue, if there's crowd surfing and if there is crowd surfing onto the stage, because I will read. So you can reenact your picture. <laughs> Be like, Oliver, remember me? Uh, so like, I yeah, end up on, the, on stage up with me. my shirt completely unbuttoned. Because you amazing were picture. pretty drunk at their holiday I was, show. And it was. So I, I flung you around the pit. It was so fun. Trey was there. Trey, Trey was there. Oh, Trey. Another Jeff, episode where Ryan, you mentioned Julia, Trey. Brandy. It was fantastic. Everyone was there. The Broadside holiday, holiday show really turned out, you know? Mm-hmm. That was turn so out, fun. Turn up. Turn down. For what? For what? <laughs> not Broadside or the home team. Maybe this wildlife. But, you know. They, and they that's tune, not it. They, yeah, tune themselves down, you know? They like sit on stools most of the time, don't they? No, I don't think so. But oh, never mind. I'm thinking the of quieter. their "Bring Me the Horizon" cover. <laughs> I'm there for the puppy song, and that's about it. All right, <laughs> and that brings us to the end of this this beautiful episode. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> oh, I love bodily functions that come out of my mouth. How, how, how <laughs> I need doing? to stop talking. Me. Yeah, just how's your drink, you know? How's life? Are we doing a squat on the rocks? I just have to get rid of this beer. This one's not very good. Um, What's it called? Let the people know. Um, It's The Last Days of Summer by the Tampa Bay Brewing Company. It's a fruited sour ale. It is neither fruited nor sour. So huh. I love me a sour. The sour I had last night when I recorded squad. Oh, my God. It was so fucking good. It tastes like key lime pie. What's the new episode <laughs> of squad come out? Um, Wednesday? So the day before ours? So in preparation for this one, <laughs> please go listen to Squad, even though this will come out after. Um, yeah, anyway, we're done. But you're not spoiling <laughs> how you felt about the beer, so it's good. Yeah. <laughs> I had to think about it for a second. <laughs> but anyway, um, Chris, if the people want to hear from you, see from you, look at the words you type, where can they find you? At Crash five three four five six on all major social media platforms. Wow, we. How about you, Ashley? Thanks. <laughs> For me, <laughs> um, I'm more active on Twitter than I am on Instagram. Uh, my Twitter is Trashly twenty seven. So Trash L E Y or Ashley with a T R in front. Whatever floats your boat. 27 um and then on instagram i'm trashly 27 underscore um yeah and then if you want to follow us collectively please do because our twitter we do some some spicy polls on there um is scene podcast 22 um so this ain't a scene podcast 22 just like the way they spell scene we're calling you out whoever said the metro station thing please call yourself reveal yourself so we can block your ass. <laughs> don't be you a little bitch. Don't, have, don't be a keyboard warrior. Come out. Show yourself. <laughs> and if you don't want to, that's okay, too. Dogs <laughs> are calling for it, too. I know. They're like, show yourself, you fuckers. We voted, too. <laughs> All right. But that, that's been a, a fun episode. Yeah. Relatively shorter than usual. <laughs> Yay, us. Look at us go. We, we did it. All right. We'll see you next time. Peace the fuck out, homies.